Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Non-Corporate Girls. Before we begin, don't forget to download and subscribe. Take it one step further and leave us a review. We'd love to hear your thoughts. What's up, y'all? We're back to talk to our 9 to 5 and 5 to 9ers. I'm Delilah. And I'm Ayana. We are the Non-Corporate Girls. Two girls who have experienced both spaces and understand firsthand the ebbs and flows of marrying our many passions and disrupting the status quo. We do this with our podcast, your go-to digital diary filled with content, expert advice, and tangible resources for corporate professionals, entrepreneurs, and the intersection of where they meet. Every episode gives you a dose to help redefine how you pivot in your purpose. So, are you non-corporate? Tune in. We are refreshed, we are rejuvenated, and we're back for another episode, but this time with The Break Room, The Power of No. Thank you guys for joining back with us, non-corporate girls. We're glad to be here, and um, joining us for this discussion is Carla. Hey, y'all. Hey, hey. We missed you, Carla. It was time. It was time to get up and It was back to long it. overdue. Like, right. It's long overdue, and I have some exciting updates, so... We can dive right in. Yes. So let's kick it off with a positive note before we get into any discussion on the conversation. So Carla, you are a guest. Would you like to kick us, kick us, kick up? Um, I can't talk. Kick off with your <laughs> positive note. Don't judge me. Yeah. Y'all. No, you're Never. good. It's Tuesday. It's like the unofficial <laughs> hump day before hump day. But okay. on, a pos- on a positive note, um, I've been going to the gym for over 100 days now which has been exciting. Yeah. That is. We love, love to see it. Right? So I've been doing that for over 100 days now, and I've officially lost 15 pounds so far. So oh I'm really God. excited. Um, but yeah, that's my positive note. I've just been really prioritizing my health over these last several months, and I'm really excited about that. Oh my God. I love the consistency that you've been showing and sharing and your transparency with it. It's been really amazing. And it looks good. Like you look good, you feel good. And it's just really beautiful to see. Yeah. Well, thank you. That's I really appreciate inspiring. it. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> um, all right, D, you wanna go? Yeah. So my positive note, um, Kudos to actually the title of this podcast, because I feel like with no comes the power of redirection and self-worth, where other times I would have said yes and openly given so much. And now I direct people, whether it's like to a consultation or simply stating like that is not a topic I choose to spend my energy on. And that has really changed the game for me. And um it has just been like very eye opening. And with that being said, I've done a 21 day fast and meditation where I kind of took the time to unplug um, for the month basically of January. I was not on social. I totally tuned out and redirected that energy into pouring back into myself with the things that I had to remind myself that brought me joy, made me happy. Um, 
my goal for this year is to read at least one book a month. I'm a little behind. Um, I'm giving myself uh, the week um, to complete my book for January so I could get into February. And um, with the 21 day fasting and meditation, it was basically um, to draw a relationship and build a spiritual connection closer to God, where I feel like sometimes um, we give our attention to things that really don't pour into us or serve us in the way that we think. And so I'm trying to redirect that energy into the things that are going to help build me up in, in a positive way. So, yeah, it was it was a really good experience. I love that. And it's been really, it's been like really like motivation too, because you keep talking about like how the experience has felt so good for you, like during the days and things like that. And it encourages other people to like, you actually can like take a pause, step back, you mm-hmm. know, and like reevaluate mm-hmm. what's going to bring you the joy in your life. And the thing is too, like doing away with social media entirely, it was, it was not like the goal here because it's very much a part of like, you know, the work that I do and that I enjoy doing, but it was just taking accountability for how much we sometimes mindlessly scroll with no real intention of anything. It's just literally to deflect away from things that we should be dealing with or things that we're trying to procrastinate from. So I literally tried to be mindful whenever I felt like I wanted to go on social media, where could I put that energy to do something that was more productive and actually have more outcome? Um, rather than just like spending hours scrolling on something and it just flooding me with more information, more ideas, but I'm never really executing on none of it. Preach. Mm. Deep. <laughs> Yo, and let me tell you, I felt the difference in a matter of three days. Like it was a little fidgety of me, whereas like I attempted to go to that, but I made sure to put the app not where I'm used to it being. I didn't delete it, but I just moved it to like the last um, page, like, you know, when you slide on your iPhone. And um, yeah, every time I would just either go into like a prayer or or do something that's like, what's something you need to get off your list, but you wouldn't have get it off your list had you been on social right now. Mm-hmm. Mm. It definitely increases productivity. Oh, 1,000%. <laughs> Yeah. I love Very that. Mm-hmm. And I did it like cold turkey, which was pretty insane too. Like there was no like um like tiptoeing into it. It was just like mm-hmm. get rid of it and do the things, do the things. So now it's like it's getting embedded back into, but I noticed that the way I was treating social media, I'm not even like handling it that way currently. Like I'll go in and I'll check some things, but I'm mindful to like, all right, let's step back to like reality and the the stuff that you have to get done. And my driving force is like, what do you want to accomplish? What do you want to complete? If you're on social, you're not going to be able to complete that. And so I still have to have like those pep talks with myself um, because you don't realize just how like a distraction it is. Mm hmm. But you said something like intention, right? Like that's a big thing. Like you, you're like kind of like looking at what the intention for your day is and how this doesn't fit into it, or at least the time frame of what you scroll on social media is not doing. So that's helpful. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I, I challenge anybody else to do it who's been thinking <laughs> of like you should give it a try. It you you get you reap more reward from doing so than not. So let me know if you do, and um, let's talk about it. Nice. 
So um, you said something about before about like joy, like this has helped you like find your joy and stuff. So that goes into kind of like my positive note. So like last week I got real sick. I think there's like a stomach bug. There's an infection. Something's going around because everybody's mm-hmm. sick. But it really took me out last week. But in it taking me out, I was also super, super down, like super down, like just oh. the motivation to do anything. You know, it happens. It happens. Right. And so. I was talking to my therapist about this and like, this is how, you know, like there's been like growth in my life because even though I was really down, I really had to find ways to bring myself out of that. And so tapping into your joy, right? Like, what is it that you want to do? What do you like to do? What's going to fuel you? And so I, I really enjoyed like finding the time to like, just like read and finding the time to just like be and not like, you know, obviously not be on social media, but just like have that time for myself and like, getting back to that just really helped my mood a lot. And so like over the weekend, it was just a different feeling than I had from last week. And I'm really grateful for that because, you know, in the past, and we've talked about this on here, mental health and all these things, but in the past, like it would have been really hard to like mm-hmm. get get out of that place, you know? And mm-hmm. I feel like it's a shorter time frame. I'm able to do it. And so good. I feel good about that. So that's yeah. my positive note. I love Amen. it. I love it. I'm glad you feel Just better. Just gotta be honest. Thank you. Oh my god, girl. I'm I'm ready to take over the world this week. Um, sorta. Okay. Shout out to the people that can pull themselves out of dark spaces. Okay, because it is no easy task. Okay. Um, all right, so let's get into this topic. All right, so how did we come about this topic? So I think Delilah, you shared a tweet with me. No, um, actually it was Carla. Oh, was Carla, Carla, you shared the tweet. Was it in our group chat? It was. Probably. Okay, so we have to go through like the depths of the group chat yeah. to find it. <laughs> mm-hmm. It was a long, it was a while back. It was like two, three months back maybe. But it was just such a fitting topic and conversation that we were like, oh, we need to pocket this and come back to it. So mm-hmm. I'm going to read the tweet and then we can like talk more. So the tweet is from um, Angel Lanise on Instagram. Well, on Twitter, actually. I think we saw it on Instagram though. And it's, her tweet says, 2023 is my year of no. No, I'm not going. No, I can't help you. No, I'm not entertained. No, I don't want to talk. No, I don't want to reconcile. No, I don't have a reason other than no. No to whatever I feel like saying no to, and I'm doing it guilt-free. Okay, preach, Angel. That's a mic drop. <laughs> mm-hmm. Ooh, just like that. <laughs> Hell to the no. And there's been some other, so like, it's funny, right? That we talked about that, let's say two months ago. And since then, there's been like so many people, I don't know if y'all have seen who've been posting things about no, like mm-hmm. Valicia Butterfield, who we talked about on the hashtag obsessed with, she started a whole no challenge. Like there's been all these things around this concept of no. And part of it is because as women of color, we always feel like we need to produce. We always feel like we need to make other people feel comfortable and mm-hmm. we need to show up in certain ways. And it's like, how do you take a step back and kind of reclaim your power, right? And mm-hmm. so I think that's what no does. So I'm gonna leave that there. And y'all, what's up? Mm. So See, I'm gonna let no. you go first. <laughs> Yeah, so this is something that I've been working through actually with my therapist too in in saying no and in just like conflict resolution, something that I'm I'm working on, right? Because I'm constantly worried about how someone views me or not necessarily how I'm viewed, but how I make someone feel. So I never want to be the cause 
of someone's anger or someone being disappointed because I didn't get to come through on something. And so it doesn't allow me to to feel how I want to feel because I'm I'm concerned about how someone else is feeling. And so I need I needed to understand and I'm working through understanding that like the same way I have to be responsible for my feelings and emotions, that person needs to be responsible for theirs. And I feel like I was carrying weight of things I really necessarily didn't have to. Um, and no was was fine in saying so. Like they would have dealt with it, they would have handled it accordingly or make other plans, and it would have been just fine. I, I didn't have to force myself into something just because I felt like I was doing, um, you know, causing someone inconvenience because Mm -hmm. there's many times when people cause me inconvenience and I resolve and I go and and figure it out. So it's like, why was I doing that to myself? I don't know. I'm trying, you know, with the help of my therapist, I've tried to unpack that, but I noticed that that has affected different areas of my life, like in friendships and careers and, and just within myself and like intimate relationships, because I keep on trying to show up as this person who never has the right to mess up or, or say no, because I'm not doing that. So let's, okay, that was beautiful and definitely set that context for a lot of things. So let's take a step back, right? Yes. Jumping in and let's talk about it. When was the moment that you both realized that you were doing this? Like, what was that moment for you, that pivotal moment? And how did that change things for you? And Delilah, you talked a little bit about the tools, but I really want to know the moment that you all realized that. So, uh, uh, Carla, you want to answer? (laughs) No, no. I I have so many, but I'm going to let you, I'm thinking, I'm going to let you go because baby, I feel like I'm going to go down a Rolodex. (laughs) Not a Rolodex, but for me, a part that stood out. So y'all know, that I'm extra and I go <laughs> above and beyond and I do all the things and like everything has to be an event. Everything has to be like, if it, if it doesn't look a certain way, I failed because mm-hmm. I wanted to be presented in this way. So I feel like two instances, it was my birthday. <laughs> Surprisingly, it was two birthdays, my birthday and my grandmother's 80th birthday where the power of no, just, I was like, wait a minute. I'm the one like breaking my back or coming up with the ideas or or feeling like the only one pressed to, for something to look a certain way or for the plan to be solidified accordingly. And everybody else is chilling. If I simply say I don't want to do this or I'm not going to do this, that changes the whole game of like how I feel because I, nobody's um, forcing me to do these things. It's how I want to do this because I want the person to feel special, but I don't have to, I don't have to do this big project for them to feel special where I feel like I'm drowning, if that makes sense. And so mm-hmm. apply that as you will to other things where I was going above and beyond or above my head on something where if I would have just been like, I can say no, or I don't have to do this. It just alleviates everything that's on your plate. And that was the eye opener for me because it really even changed how I felt physically. Mm-hmm. I was going to ask you, like, what did that feel like? It just felt light. It felt light mm-hmm. because it was no longer an obligation. But the kicker there is that nobody was holding me to the standard but myself. Mm-hmm. But there was an expectation of what people felt should be done because I've 
put myself in that role. And so now that is what people expect of me. And anything less is like, so what happened? Or you don't want to do it. And it's like, why don't you try doing it this time? Like, I could pass the baton freely now. We're not feeling like if it doesn't come out the way it should look like, it's not only my responsibility for that outcome. Mm-hmm. That's that guilt-free Guilt-free. And it was that, the guilt-free, because I just felt like if I didn't do it to this level, to this standard at all times, then I feel like I'm failing somebody. But no, nobody was really saying that. That was me subconsciously feeling that way. But it helped. It made me operate in a certain manner. But they didn't feel good to operate in that manner because some of the things like you can't do by yourself. You you do need the help, the assistance, whether it's the resources, monetary, just an extra set of hands. Like I was like burning myself out um, almost willingly. And I was like, chill, you don't have to do that. <laughs> Carla. Whew, girl. So <laughs> do you hit on from the Rolodex? Right. I feel like D hit on a lot of things in terms of like where it happened. And for me, it was honestly, it was a work project gone bad last year. Um, That really made me be like, yo, you got to say no. Like I was in the thick of it and it was one of those hot and heavy. We got to do this quick. We got to get everything done. And I realized just every time something came up, it was an opportunity for this organization to be like, well, I know we asked you for this, but, and I know we thought of this, but, or maybe we mm. could, and but, and I had to take a step back and say, as you're building a business and as you're being mindful of how you're, you know, attracting relationships or maintaining relationships, where are you saying no and not stretching yourself so you feel like, you know, you're going above and beyond? I think that's mm-hmm. where I think that's where people mess up is that we focus on, oh, I need to go above and beyond when I do this, 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 and this. And it's like if you mm-hmm. take a step back and just realize that you could do great work within your your own bounds and your own needs, mm-hmm. you'll be fine. Um, mm-hmm. And that one particular work project, I just realized I was like, after this, and even after another situation came up, I was like you have to change the way in which you decide to work with individuals and people. So setting my boundaries Mm -hmm. became no longer, let's say like giving my cell phone number out to certain people, or if you're going to communicate with me, you're going to communicate this way. You want something from me, you're going to get it this way. I'm going to have systems in place. I'm going to build out my operations. And as much as in that moment, I was like, dad, I got to spend this money. It was the biggest and best investment that I made thus far in my business. Um, because one of the things right now on my Twitter account, I have this running, my new tagline as my name is, what is the ROI? And <laughs> I feel like that's been my question these last several months. And I'm like, it's carrying me over into the year. And I'm like, my ROI for myself is peace of mind. So yes. with that, I'm like, that's me. That's the power of saying no. Like the ROI for that is Sorry, Carla, I was mm-hmm. just saying to the non-marketing yeah. listeners, the ROI <laughs> is the return on investment. And for Carla, yes. it is a peace of mind. <laughs> okay, it is peace of mind. And I've gotten so much time back. So now I go to bed when I want to. Like, I go at a mm-hmm. decent time. And I work out, like, three, four times a week. Um, I mean, to get it's like just... You, girl. She goes. Train- She's gone. <laughs> 
Girl, my trainer's kicking my butt right now. So, Joelle, if you listen to this episode, I'm actually sending it to you so you can listen to it. Shout out to Joelle <laughs> for kicking my butt every week. <laughs> Shout out to Joelle it's, for holding you accountable. Yes, absolutely. Holding me accountable. But yes, y'all, that's where I was like, I got to say no. I got to stop. But yeah. And it feels so good, right? Oh my gosh. It feels so good. Like me and my therapist were chatting last night and I was like, Girl, I finally have been putting my foot down and it just feels so good to say no to somebody. Mm -hmm. It feels so good. So, yeah. It's like, I love that. So a few things. One, I love that Delilah, you touched on family and just, we saw an example of that. Carla, you touched on business and we saw an example of that. But overall, it's really a lifestyle change. You know, like this is not, this is something that is impacting our lives and being mm-hmm. able to like put those boundaries in place is how it carries over to everything. And these are just like examples. So just sharing like for the community, like this will show up everywhere. <laughs> if you have no boundaries, this will show up everywhere. So Absolutely. thank you for um, for those examples because it's beautiful. My example is around friends and Ooh, social activities. I love that we're giving all different perspectives. I love it. I love it. Friends and social activities. So for me... I realized this a few years, a couple of years back, and it was because I was super burnt out. It was like I had a moment where I was saying yes to so many things, and I was confused because I was like, why do I feel this way? Like, I literally had a moment one day when I looked at my cat. Someone had texted me, and they were like, hey, do you want to do this? And I was going to say yes. And I looked at my calendar, and I was like, I don't have the time. I don't have no time. And then I also looked at the calendar and was like, where is time for me? I was like, I have no time. I was like, I'm literally doing things with people, committing to things with people. Mm -hmm. I was like, this is crazy. And I had to have a huge like self audit with with myself. Like, listen, girl, you know Mm -hmm. that you recharge by yourself and you've literally given everything to everyone. So Mm -hmm. where is the space for you? And it was a huge eye opener because it helped me put so many things in place. Like, I mean, y'all already know if it ain't on the calendar, it don't exist. Mm -hmm. I am very strict about a lot of different things in my life because to Carla's point, my ROI is also peace. I need to have peace, but I also need to have a lot of time for self because I recharge solo. And so I know that when I'm drained, it doesn't help anyone. I cannot be good to anybody if I'm drained. Mm -hmm. And so it really was, a. it was, when I say game changer for me, game changer. And I've just been able to carry that over in every facet of my life. Like literally like someone, my sister was texting me this morning and shout out to Tahi, love you. She was texting me this morning. She was venting. I don't have the space for it. I was like, I I sent a couple of emojis. I sent a quick reply, but we can't talk because I don't have the space. And I don't, and I don't feel guilty at all because if you do not put boundaries in place, everyone will take advantage of you. It doesn't matter how much love people have. It's just not even intentionally. It's just like, they're going to, you know, they're going to take, if you're giving, they're going to take. Exactly. So that was my moment and it was really powerful. And when I think about things like this and I think about, I feel like, like I said, there's a lot of conversations happening where people are like the power of no and just there's so many like resources and mm-hmm. things coming out where people are talking about what are your boundaries? What are you putting in place? How are you doing this? And I feel like I'm, I'm happy that like, at least me personally, I've been doing a lot of self-healing to kind of navigate that in my life. And it's, it's an exercise, right? It's a muscle. It's like sometimes 
you you know you can waver but i think if you have the foundation like y'all were just saying mm-hmm. it's it helps you be able to figure out like which things will you give that energy to which won't you and how will you feel in the process you know like for anything anything yeah and you have to have the awareness right because i wasn't even i mean i was aware to an extent certain extent but then you start realizing what is um the hat that you you wear and also you have to be able to accept that you're not necessarily killing something off about you but it's okay to no longer like carry a title right like if you're the planner in your friends group or you're the partier in your friends or the something whatever that something is and you choose that you no longer want to be that you have every right to no longer be the one who does that thing for whatever reason you don't have to, you don't want anyone an explanation so i feel like sometimes to like within our friends groups or within certain dynamics, people just get put into roles and like you are expected to fulfill that duty in that role. And the moment it doesn't happen, there's a shift in the dynamic. And that's something that I had to learn because for me being a person that it doesn't always do so well with conflict, if I'm not hope holding up to that, that standard um, is going to inconvenience people. And so you have to learn like how to like have that conversation as well. Like you said, it's a muscle you have to exercise and people are going to be tight. Level setting expectations. And Mm -hmm. I literally, I started this thing on TikTok, don't judge me, where I do a message of a week or a day whenever I feel like it. So my message is- Okay, I love it, content. Okay, trying. Um, My message- (laughs) Because, you know, I can fall off easily, but I'm okay with it, though. That's the other thing. I'm so okay. It doesn't matter. But level setting expectations. And I love that you said that because that was my message today. But it's really important because I'm going to give you all another example. My cousins love them. My cousin was like, oh, we should start a a book, a book club. And I was like, that's cute. And I was just like, but I'm going to let y'all know right now, not leading it. So mm-hmm. if you would like to start a book club, one of y'all will have to take the lead and y'all let us know what we need to do. If that doesn't happen, it won't get started. They were like, heard you. Just letting that be known. Because mm-hmm. normally they would look to me. Oh, Yanni can start this. Yanni can help lead. Yanni can. No, mm-hmm. Yanni can't. Yanni but can't. Yanni has always done so. And so now they got to get Yanni like the baton gets passed. Like somebody else take the lead. Like that's Listen, it. people need to start learning to do some things. I'm a passenger princess. Okay. I don't want to drive. Not you pushing P. <laughs> I am pushing P. Okay? I mean, I really am a passenger princess though. Cause I do not drive. <laughs> it's me. I like to drive. Call me Rihanna. Shut up and drive. I cannot. I love it. So can I ask y'all, because Delilah, you talked a little bit about this earlier, like what are some for the community, especially because honestly, like this is an ongoing conversation. I know we all know a lot of people in our lives that don't got boundaries, right? They, mm-hmm. It's just what it is. What are some like um, tools or advice that we can mm-hmm. give to everyone to kind of help them start to like become aware of things like this if they're not and really exercise this in their lives. Mm -hmm. I think you need to start doing it and doing it immediately. Like there is no like good time when to say no, like just start saying no, just because you can say no. Cause then Mm -hmm. it starts 
building something in you where you don't feel forced to do anything. Another thing is to understand that like the power dynamic and not feel that because someone is your superior or someone is, um, you know, you don't owe anyone a yes, anyone, whether it's anyone you don't owe a yes to. And although like, you know, as um, younger professionals or um, people just getting their footing where it feels like you have to take certain things on, I think you need to just reflect on the question, like Carla said, what is my ROI? Because even starting out young in the field and as you gain experience, um, you don't have to do everything. And I feel like this is something culturally that we have to learn because the reason that we go so hard and do more is because we all heard the saying, we got to do like twice as hard to get half as much of our counterparts. And you yeah, know what I'm talking about. So it's just like we come into the space like thinking like we have to do all the things and it really doesn't serve us um, over time. And yes, I feel like you just need to take um, accountability and and see where those decisions where you're saying yes and the things that you want to do. Um, ask yourself, why am, I, why am I wanting to say yes? And I feel like when you know how to answer that and you answer it honestly, then you could be okay with, with the no or with following through. Mm. I love that. For me, I think it's figuring out A, my non-negotiables and B, what the best version of myself at peace looks like. And if the, if that person has anything within that, if there's anything within that space that um, is not helping, is actually helping to make me feel better, anything that does the complete opposite is what I need to subtract from what I'm mm-hmm. saying yes to. So, like, as of lately, my yeah, me saying no is by in the morning, I get up and I am not checking for y'all. I am not talking to anyone. I am quiet. I feel like everybody should wake up quiet. Me too. Yeah. Talk annoying me. Annoying me. Like, because I'm like, when you start talking, Girl. I don't want to be rude and ask you if you brush your teeth yet. So, like, just sit in silence. So, <laughs> yeah, no, I'm not I don't a person. Do Whoever knows me knows. Okay. I'm not. I'm not. But I feel like whoever I like when I'm in my most peaceful state like for me Mm -hmm. it's the gym at this moment at this moment Mm -hmm. so that person looks like my phone is on D&D when I go I have Mm -hmm. on a playlist that is all the music or all the artists I love that don't disturb my peace or my energy Um, Mm -hmm. and then I also have with me like anything that makes me feel better so that is anything from water to I'll bring like a lotion that I love that I'll put on afterwards. Like if I've been really gross mm-hmm. or like a certain like spray I'll put on when I go to the gym. Jackie Ayina taught me that. <laughs> okay. But all of those things that allow for me to make sure that I'm in alignment with my non-negotiables. Mm-hmm. So that's my advice to our lovely community. Yeah, I love that. Community. So I feel like, so the common themes here 
longevity is longevity. The nature of the game is longevity, right? Like mm-hmm. how, whatever you're doing, how are you going to be able to take that through? And then the second thing is self-preservation, right? Because at the end of the day, you are the only person that can focus on self. No one is going to treat self the way you would. And so mm-hmm. you have to really look at things like that. And so I at went to everything y'all said and really just focusing on like asking the questions of what can I say yes to? Like Delilah said, what can I give energy to? What do I have the space for? You know, like, and that, that you have to look at your entire situation, like within a day, within a month, whatever, what do you have the space for? Because this is a life, right? Mm -hmm. So work, family, friends, relationships, they all play little parts. And so we're constantly saying the yes to things Mm where we're literally having things take up that space and there's no time for you. Yes. And something I was going to point out too, is that there's a season for yes and a season for no. I feel like depending what your goal is and what you're working toward, maybe this season, my no is no to absolutely no outing because right now I need to focus on achieving this goal and I need to be like, you know, head down and, and like complete it. And maybe in, in another season, um, my no is, is towards, I don't know, a, another aspect of life. You know, mm-hmm. if, let's say you just got married or you just had a child. Like, you have to look at how your life is holistically for you to decide when and at one point. And also understanding that with no, it doesn't mean that you're going to sever relationships. I think a part of this is also communication. And um, that's something that we could all improve on. I know for myself, like I'm a person who self-soothes. And so like when I'm dealing with, you know, just chaos and like things going away, like I do better with like being inward and like I need my like solo space. Like I don't want to bring my energy um, anywhere to anyone. So it's just a lot of this. um, If you notice also the underlying thing is checking in with self. Yeah. Because until you don't really understand how you operate, what makes you feel good, what brings you joy and all of these things, this conversation, um, you know, is the afterthought. The preliminary work is like tapping into you. A hundred percent. You is 100%. preaching. And knowing that like it's not like with life, it's not one size fits all, right? Like everyone operates differently. Everyone's expectations are differently. Your expectation with yourself is different. And so you really got to figure out what that looks like for you. And it's going to take time also. Like, I think we're all talking about this as a journey. Um, You know, it is a marathon. (laughs) Like, it takes time. And so you can't expect that, like, you yes, you can start right away for sure. But you can't expect that because you say no one time and say yes another time. Oh, my God. Like, I'm doing it again or I'm backsliding or whatever. It doesn't work that way. It doesn't work that way. No, yeah. And the people that you know, are going to be on that end of the no, you know, they'll still love you regardless. You know, they are your people because the people who are dismissive and not acknowledging why you don't have the bandwidth, um, those are not your people. They they don't respect your boundaries. And maybe that's a, another way to, to weed those kind of people out of your life anyways. It is. 100%. like. I agree with y'all because I, ha- I started to look at myself as a canvas and I'm like, I can't fit everything on that, on that slate. Mm. I really, really can't. So like I could splatter paint, I could add things, I could build, but like after a while things get heavy and it's going to fall over. Mm-hmm. So if it can't fit on that canvas, then it don't need to be there. 
And you just, you know what? You take that off and you just start a new one. Just. Boom. Okay. Scoop, Overflow. Scoop. Overflow. Yeah. Yes. So can we talk about um, hashtag obsessed with? And is there anything within this realm, kind of what we're talking about, self-healing, preservation, no, that yeah. you two are obsessed, hashtag obsessed with right now? Yeah, me is to be honest the the Bible app. I've been using it. The Holy Bible. The Holy. That's what it's called. The app is the Holy <laughs> Bible, and I've been starting my day with prayer and reflection, and ending my night the same way, and sticking to my commitment beyond the twenty one days. Because you know we often want to lean to God and lean to you know that higher source or power, whoever that may be, in times of distress. But I want to lean to him in times of joy or in times yes. of need for other people as well. Like, there's not a right or wrong way for prayer. But I do know, like, reading the word has just brought me um, some peace because sometimes you really do think that you're the only one going through something. And then you read what you read and it's like, damn, they know exactly what I'm feeling or what I'm going through. And it, there's just been a, a sense of, like, stillness and quietness um, today my cousin actually shared on his story, someone's um, Insta story, not Insta story, they, a reel. And the reel said, and I don't know if he read this from like a, a biblical verse or from where he got it from, but it just stuck with me. And it was that I believe God said to for everyone to put their problems in a pile and they rummaged the pile with everyone's problems and told people to choose another problem, like to mm. choose from the pile a problem. And everyone started like scrambling and being to tears because they wanted their original problem back because the shit that other people was dealing with was too much to bear. And that was not the problem that no longer wanted. And they was almost happy with the problem that they originally had. And the lesson there is that the reason for our problems and the things that we go through are our own personal assignments. And the reason that we're called to those problems because they're only for us to solve. And it's so isn't, isn't going to be nobody's challenge, but our own. And, you know, what you build or what you, um, you know, like create in the solving of that problem is, is what you need to carry is like the learning tools that you need to face other things that are going to come down the line. Mm-hmm. I love that. And also reminded that grass, that grass is not always greener. Everybody's seen mm-hmm. the thing that like, everybody's mm-hmm. problem, like, they got it easy. Like, I don't know mm-hmm. why this is a society that thinks that everybody got their own ish that they dealing mm-hmm. with in their way. In their way, <laughs> yep. So that was just eye-opening. But, yeah, the, the Bible app has been a game-changer. And it's like um, you get to meet just different pastors from across the country, across the world, actually, just sharing a verse or, like, their insight as it pertains to the verse. And, um, yeah, it, it's just been really good. And I, I feel like it's exactly what I've been needing these days so shout out to the bible app all right now carlita actually yo carla i can't (laughs) actually plus one to the bible app but also really oh plus one but also the five minute journal um i'm trying to get into that one that's like my sister lives by that app so I used to use it. it. I was using it last year and then I kind of fell off and now I'm trying to pick it back up. But what I like about it is that it literally takes five minutes to just fill out the prompts. Plus, 
over time, as you continue to fill it out, it'll start to like create like um, a bubble or a cloud, if you will, of like common words or themes that come up like as you're journaling. And I'm like, oh, that's so good. So like I'll get to reflect back um, and do that. But also for me, it's been it kind of really leaning more into my spirituality. It's when I get up in the morning, the first thing I put on is gospel music. I will say I was a little off this morning. I had a little ratchet morning because I did not <laughs> put on my gospel music. Um, and like mm-hmm. really just start my day and just flow into it. And I notice now that even when I, um, there can be things that will annoy me, get on my nerve. But the second I get up the next day and I reset with that like meditative kind of music, it's like, mm-hmm. well, what were you even worried about in the first place? Like, yes. it's not that deep. Like, it makes your perspective. Mm-hmm. Oh, it does every single time. Um, so those like, two things, sudden, it doesn't matter as much. It don't matter. So those two mm-hmm. things, and since we're kind of talking about the obsessed with, like, we didn't name a person, and for me, it's been Sarah Jakes. Don't play with her, Roberts. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh my god, I need to get into it. I've seen clips come yeah. on my feed, but I definitely want to listen to her on YouTube. Um, you're like she, she's been popping up a lot for me, so I need to. Follow she's up. good. She is so so good. Mm-hmm. So for all my spiritual girlies. Um, mm-hmm. check her out. She's dope. But yeah, her and of course Alex L. Like a one. Yes, I recommend. I think she Alex L. Does like a little series. I forget what it's called. It's like um, oh my gosh, I'm gonna find it so I can talk about it right now. But if she does this like little thing where you swipe through on Instagram mm-hmm. and she reads off different little. Uh, oh, it's like she doesn't care so It'll be like three things to pay attention to this month. And then she'll put, like, pay attention to, and then she'll bold it and then give an explanation. Or whatever the leading topic is, she'll do it. And they're so good. Okay. Yeah, I've been following Alex L. Like, I feel like she's one of the the social OGs, like, social media OGs. Mm-hmm. Facts, yeah. facts. I feel yeah, like we lean into her and all of us always repost We the Urban. Yeah. That's, first of all, that is my site, like. Yeah, they, they know, just hire me. They need mm-hmm. to hire me to just like post for them. <laughs> no, they be in real. my mind. Like they, they be so accurate. Like right, it's like are y'all, like what? Like how do mm-hmm. you? How do you know? How do you mm-hmm. know? So good. It's like so how good. dare you read me like this mm-hmm. every day? Mm-hmm. Oh my god, I love that. All right, so I love that the both of you said Alex L because that's definitely my girl. I also like Layla Delia. Um, oh, she's good. I mm-hmm. love her too. Um, so going back to what you said, Carla, like for me, grounding is super important. So in my morning mit- ritual, it's always like, you know, wake up. I pull my affirmation cards. I got two different types of affirmation cards. I light my incense, my sage. I um, I do my workout. I do meditation. I love shower meditation. So it's the first thing I do. Like, so that's, that's always a really grounding thing for me too. It helps me stay focused um, and present. But the thing that I've been super, super obsessed with is this book called The Sugar Jar. And it's by Yasmin Cheyenne. So shout out to Yasmin. I also slid in her DMs, but that's, we won't talk about that. Yeah. Um, so I'm obsessed with this book because I also feel like she's just talking to me. I think she's talking to everyone, but you know when you feel like someone's talking to you, like, oh my God. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like her book is all about self-healing and boundaries. And 
I'm really like, you know, I've grown into it. So I'm really good at exercising my boundaries, but it's, she gives really good reminders. And I love the analogy she uses of the sugar jar. Basically like all of our, all of our boundaries, we're like a kitchen and a sugar jar. And when we keep our lid on and we take it off and the sugar comes out, that's when people start to like tap into our energy and take advantage or do different things. And how do you control the top of the sugar jar? And it is just mm-hmm. such a, it's such a great reminder. And mm-hmm. she gives a lot of good tips. And she also has an app. And it's just been, it's been giving me life because it helps, again, exercising that muscle. It helps remind you that mm-hmm. you shouldn't feel guilty about controlling your time and wanting to find your peace. Right. And so I'm obsessed. I find it so interesting too that all of us, like, that's not something, and correct me if I'm wrong, it just doesn't sound like it has been, something we were raised to do. No. I was. Yeah. I was so not raised. We wasn't even in therapy. Like, our fit, like no. Mm-hmm. So it's like things that we had to learn as adults as we continued experiencing the world. Because I don't know if you guys ever had the feeling of like, damn, I wish I could operate the way that person does. Like when they mm-hmm. show up into the room, I wish I could be how they are, but not because I don't love who I am. It's just the way they have a handle on certain situations and the, the way they like show up. And I know that is a residual of knowing your boundaries. Yes. And doing this work and leaning into mm-hmm. who you are and what you want out of life and how others should treat you. Yeah. All of it. Yeah. Amen. So interesting. Amen. Well, all right, y'all. This has been fun. Another episode of The Break Room. But Mm -hmm. I think we've said all we had to say. No, this was good. Until next time. Yeah. Final words. Yeah. Oh, can we all wrap with like an affirmation? Yes. Oh, okay. You want to kick us off? Sure. Um, I'll say a statement that's been sticking with me over the last few weeks and that is the best form of trans uh the best form of transportation is looking for faith. Oh I like that. Me too. I, I seen that you posted it and I was like wow you know that's really good. Um mine is I am able to be a work of progress and a beautiful person inside and out all at the same time. Both can coexist. Yes. And let me see for me. Um, and this is not one that like, I guess it's just like a all encompassing. Um, but I own my truths. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's a mic drop. Yes. I own my truths. Mm-hmm. And on that note, we are the break room the next time because we out of here. Yes, bye. Bye, y'all. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in to Non-Corporate Girls Podcast. We're headed back into our nine to fives, but equally giving time to our five to nine. I'm Delilah, and you can follow me at Miss Delilah C on all social media platforms. And I'm Ayana. Follow me at the underscore Aya underscore brand. Don't forget to follow the podcast on all socials at Non-Corporate Girls and tune into the latest episodes on your favorite streaming platform. In the meantime, embrace non-corporate. Where the 9 to 5 and 5 to 9 meet.